What's going on, Intuitive Sheepdogs? Welcome to the Intuitive Sheepdog Podcast with your host, me, Autumn Schmidt. Today, we are on episode three of our mini-series called Dear Chief. It's where me, a road cop, former full-time road cop, talks to the chief in this unconventional letter, in an unconventional way, letting chiefs everywhere know exactly how road cops are feeling because you know we can't all say how we feel we can't all say what we mean and and um and i know that somewhere there is a chief listening to this or somebody who will share this with their chief and it's going to make a massive difference in a police department because it's it's simply the things that we don't know and, and, and the things that we don't know are the things that we're not addressing and it's causing bigger problems than we may think, um, it, you know, inside of our agencies, inside of law enforcement as a whole. So the point of this is for you to listen and maybe be like, yeah, Autumn, I totally agree or I, I wish I could say this or maybe you end up sharing it with a few people who might be able to get it to where it needs to go or maybe you know, maybe you are an administrator and you're like, yeah, thanks. Thank you. You know, totally. We get it. We're working on it, etc. Um, the topic today is the work conditions and the working conditions for, uh, police, police, uh, for police officers across, you know, the country. I'm, I I just, I have to say, you know, I'm going to just kind of go back a little bit just in case you're brand new to me. So I've been um, doing this podcast for a year and a half now. I have been about that time or a little bit longer working with police officers and their spouses all across the world and trying to help them better their lives and better themselves and, you know, in, in hopes to really put a dent in the law enforcement officer suicide rate, which um, is over 200 now just this year. And so... I've been able to, you know, candidly interview, talk to a lot of different police officers and a lot of different agencies and different situations all across the country. Hell, all across the world, really. And I'm not saying that police departments, there are not police departments that care, like, or that don't care. Of course, there's agencies. I know a lot of you care about your department and care about your guys. Like, I get that. But there's a few things that as, you know, road cops, like we can definitely get to be, we can get to be pretty bitchy and like, we just need to, we know that, right? Like we get, oh, well, I want this cruiser. Oh, I want, I want the best pen that I could have. I want the best boots. Like, oh, Sally gets to have this. Well, I want this, right? Like we definitely can be like that. And, and, um, you know, switching up our cruisers, switching up our shifts, switching up our patrols, that, that really can, that can mess with us really bad. Whereas for somebody else, giving them a different kind of vehicle, a different work vehicle, it might not, it might not bother them as much as it would bother uh, a police officer, because you have to understand that's our office. That's what we have. We get, we kind of get used to having what we want, right? So we, we can be a little bit nutty about that stuff. But one thing that we need to have a conversation about is the conditions um, inside our agencies. And, and I'm going to tell you why. 
And I'm sorry for the background noise. I'm in my car. So I'm going to try to minimize it as much as possible. But trying to make use of some really good time here. Um, so I want to talk about the, um, the insides of your police department. A lot of police departments are literally old, 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 old buildings. Um, police officers, police departments are thrown in these, you know, thrown in these old ass buildings, given old ass computers and old ass chairs and, you know, ergonomically incorrect for police officers, you know, and, and I don't understand why in every police department I've ever been in and worked for that the person that is cleaning the police department is a elderly gentleman, retired police officer, and gives zero fucks about the cleanliness of the goddamn, you know, agencies just there to collect a paycheck or whatever, still kind of be part of it. And listen, I'm not shitting on that. I think that's great. I love that they give, you know, they can give somebody a retired officer, like a slot like that, and they can still be around the PD. But if you're going to do that, also hire somebody who's going to actually clean. And I mean, in depth, thoroughly clean um, these, these agencies, these departments. I mean, I just remember the keyboards themselves would just get absolutely disgusting. And I can't tell you how many times I would sit down and I would disinfect everything, every computer, every mouse, everything I touched. Because I just started to think about like where cops hands go and the shit that we touch. And then how many people like don't wash their hands and stuff. Oh, it was, it was really, really getting to me. (laughs) And then like the grease or the dirt, it just felt like it was five inches thick and Anyways, and the and and the and the chairs, oh, not comfortable, not proper for a police officer um, who, you know, you have to understand. Like even even females, even me, you know, I'm not huge, and uh, but you you give me all that extra gear, and I weigh twenty to twenty five pounds more, and so that weighs down all these you know, these chairs and, and what was padded within six months to a year of all these cops sitting on them all the time, they're going to get like, there's no more padding anymore. They get crushed, they get weighed down. And I think, you know, I think this is just stuff to be, you know, taking into, uh, keep it in mind. Like if, if we can create a happier, if we can create a cleaner, a more ergonomically correct environment for our police officers, what's going to happen? What's the end result? Oh, you're going to have happier, which means more productive police officers. You're going to have happier, which means less, you know, hands-on, less use of force reports. Oh, you're going to have happier police officers. So guess what? All those community policing initiatives that you have and all the bullshit that goes along with it, you're not even going to have to deal with or suggest because your officers are going to be happy and they're going to be doing it on their own. Okay. You change the culture within the law and within the law enforcement, within the PD itself, and you are going to change the culture between the community and the police officers. You watch, but you, you have to put in the work. And you got to start looking at police agencies, in my opinion, needs to start looking at themselves like a business. Now, look, again, who the hell am I to talk about this? No, I am not a chief of police. I've never been in administration. But from my opinion, and again, this is just my opinion. I'm not sure why we're not looking 
at agencies at this day and age while we're not looking at police departments more like businesses. Because I can tell you, businesses know that if they want productive and happy employees, they do these things and then they get that result. They take care of their employees. They make sure that they are in, you know, clean environments and not all businesses, but the most successful ones. And then they have successful employees. And then guess what? The business is successful and so aren't the employees and everyone's happy. It's just a win-win. The customer service gets better. You treat your customers, I mean, you treat your employees good and your customer service, that's going to go up, you know? I had a couple ideas and I'm just going to throw them at you is I think that we need to be changing the entire work environment for police officers in police departments. And what do I mean by that? Well, I mean, I mean that instead of like painting the walls white, which is what everybody does, everybody paints the walls white. They, they put the fluorescent fucking blue lights. They, there's nothing on the walls and and I know, like, this started out because, like, we wanted to make police departments, like, professional. We wanted to make them, like, interview and interrogation rooms, like, cold. And, you know, we have reasons to why we do that with those, like, rooms. But what are the reasons for, like, where the police officers are working? Because these police officers are spending 40-plus hours in the, in the, not only in their vehicles, but in the police department itself. And I'm not sure why we aren't making it more of a relaxing atmosphere for them. We already know that cops are getting diagnosed with PTSD or they're calling it PTSI now at staggering rates. We've done a ton of research around, you know, the depression and anxiety levels in police officers and how, you know, their emotional roller coaster and hypervigilance is like through the roof. Like we have done that research. We know that. So what can we do as police departments to support our officers? And when we support our officers, we're actually supporting the community. So what can we do? Well, we can change their environment. We can put some color on the walls. What about throwing up painting where the officers are? Painting their room like a tan or like a green for grounding. It's earthy. It's homey. It is relaxing. Why can't we do that? Why aren't, why aren't we doing that? Why can't we, um, you know, make sure that there's a fully stocked refrigerator full of fresh water? Why can't we do that? Why can't we utilize those, you know, inmate jail programs? Like they have, in, not inmate jail, inmate um, garden programs. And like, why can't, why can't there be fresh fruits and vegetables and snacks like offered to these officers and stuff? Like there are programs for this. Like why are we not doing that? Why aren't we budgeting for our officers? If we're so worried about their health and their wellness, which a lot of people aren't, but that's a new initiative, which is good because we're losing so many at a staggering rate. Why are we not implementing some of these ideas? Why isn't there a salt lamp or rock salt lamp, which has been proven Um, to reduce stress and anxiety. It's calming. Um, What it does is it changes the molecules in the air. Um, It's just rock salt lamp. You can go pick one up 15 bucks. Like, why is that not in like where the officers are? Like, I just, I'm confused as to why we're not doing all the things that we can do to offer and and help our police officers keep them happier at work. Now, and, and, you know, I understand that. I know I'm fighting an uphill battle. I know that. But I also think that, all everything that I'm saying needs to get heard and there and the shit that needs to get done and so 
I know it's all out of the box. Listen to me. I know. I know how out of the box all these concepts are. I sat down with the commissioner of Maine, the police commissioner of Maine, and I told him all of this. And he was amazing. He was so amazing about it. But he even said, he even said, he goes, these are out of the box ideas. You know that? And I said, yes, I do. But let's think about like, what's our alternatives? What are our alternatives? Keep losing people? And he's totally on board. He's an amazing guy. But just, you know, just to hear it from a police commissioner, like, yeah, you know, these are out of the box, Autumn. (laughs) I'm like, I know, you know, so I know that. But I just know that I can't do it by myself. But if we can come together and we can just, you know, recommend to administrations, to police chiefs, to lieutenants, majors, two and threes, you know, everywhere, like, hey, like, let's do this. Like, let's, let's look at our business, our, um, our police department and let's see if we can like run it a little bit more like um you know a successful business and uh and like let's just see what we have for um what we what we can have for results you know and um I think that I think that you're gonna find that the results are gonna be amazing it's going to be absolutely amazing um so yes so that is what I think I think that I want chiefs everywhere to know that the working conditions for most officers across the country suck and to take a look at yours. Take a look. Ask if you don't ask your officers what's their uniform like or if if you're if you're stuck in the ice ages of them having to wear a duty belt, that's on you. Tradition, I don't care. I mean, we every fucking cop I know has back and hip issues. Okay? Bad. It put me out. You know, you don't, we're not doing that to these officers anymore. We're in a different day and age and you've got professionals coming in, meaning you've got officers with degrees, with legit, you know, education and experience and they are professionals and you need to treat them like they are professionals. So these are some of the things that we have to look at and these are some of the actions that we need to take. And again, I know I'm definitely, I'm just going to underline, I know these are out of the box and I know I'm climbing an uphill battle, but I'm just hoping that somebody somewhere will share this with somebody. And it's just, even if only one person takes some action from this, it is going to make a world of difference in your police department. If you guys have questions about this, I'd be happy to, you know, just shoot me an email, be happy to talk to anybody about this stuff. Um, but it, it works. It works. And if you're willing to take a little bit of a risk, I mean, what the hell, if your PD needs to get painted and, you know, you got a little bit of money in the budget to fix the officer room up, then the officer's room up, then why don't you do some things, you know, um, differently than what you've been doing. See if you can get a different result. Uh, sheepdogs, if you are unfamiliar, the Intuitive Sheepdog Club is now open so you may want to take a look at that. We begin December 2nd. The link will be underneath in the show notes. It's it's honestly, it's the culture shift. It's the culture change in law enforcement you've been looking for. It's uh, to be around a group of sheepdogs from all around the country that actually give a shit and will talk with you and you have support 24-7. And every week you get a customized podcast uh, emailed right to you accompanied with a customized workbook uh, for you and every week you can work on new concepts and new ideas and to help you to transform your life and it's working and it's effective and the people in my program right now their minds are completely blown with holy shit autumn it works (laughs) what you say works like ah imagine that anyways that's open link 
will be um the link will be uh in the show notes and if you guys have any questions at all as always my dm is always open and i will see you next time